Fuck, we're live. How's everybody doing tonight? Where's my beer? You think I'd be prepared? Like it's not the first time I've done this. Um, 25 January 2023. Welcome to Fire for Effect Live. My name is Chris. I'll bring the boys in a second. We got a few things we're going to cover tonight. I definitely want to get into this uh, whole tank fucking discussion in Ukraine. And um, we're also going to cover a few other things. Let's bring the boys in. Mr. Bryce Hooper and Mr. Morgan Warren. What's going on, gents? How is everybody? Good. Uh, pretty good. Good. Fuck, I had a busy uh, week last week. Yeah. Yeah, you're out in Ontario. How did it all go? Good. I'm in Ontario, so I've never been to uh, Niagara Falls. Let's check the chat here. Who we got in? Positive Mike. Mike. Mike's on. He's not. He's not watching James. Yes, Mike, you were correct. Me and James have a conflict because. Of- I didn't update the fucking schedule. Anyway, yeah, I was in uh, Niagara filming the uh, the uh, Niagara Cool as Ice Gala from by brought to you by the Niagara Grape and Wine Festival. It was fucking unbelievable. We had a very full day. It was last minute thing. Like I was just going out to see Lindley, right? Just bullshit, chill weekend, and then suddenly it's like, hey, listen. Uh, the festivals asked us from Cryer Media. We're now rep by uh, Cryer Media, by the way. There's yeah, no more Dean cool. Blundell Network. I mean, there is. It's his own thing. But you now belong to, uh, we now fall under Cryer Media, which is now your source for sports, news, and cool podcasts and all kinds of other interesting shit. So it's a big rebrand and it is going to be an evolution. It's kind of like the soft launch. But anyway, so. We got invited out to this thing, and they're like, hey, can you bring some gear? I'm like, well, what gear? What are we doing? And so I, like, packed as much shit as I could, three cameras, tripod, bunch of other shit, and and, and, and flew out there. And, of course, uh, flights were delayed. There was a fucking snowstorm from hell that came in. So I didn't actually get to Lindley's house till like, 3, 3.30 in the morning. And then we were... Um, headed to niagara but it was all comped paid for and i worked my fucking ass off we shot in four different locations and i learned a lot of shit about what i did wrong i still pull it together the first video is done at uh we were at the gretzky estate winery in uh in niagara wine country and we did it. We did a, a shoot there, so that's done and out and sent out today. And it'll it'll be uh, up and available soon. Uh, you guys look pretty spiffy in your uh, black tie and uh, boat or bow tie and uh, yeah, it was black tie thing. They were like, "Oh, where were you yeah. want?" I'm like, "Fuck that!" Like where I come from, if it says black tie, it's black tie. Yeah, because I was yeah, going back and forth. I'm like, "What do I got to wear?" Well, don't worry about it. Whatever. I'm like, "No, if it's if it's black tie, it's fucking black tie." So I rock. I, I was repping, right? You know, yeah. Mini medals yeah. and all, dude. I Mini saw medals, no fucking jump the wings, pictures. accommodations, all that bullshit. You got, you got to fucking humble you gotta, brag. You got to outshine the, the gen, the gen pop that was there. Fucking right, yeah. There's a lot of big, yeah. big wigs and big wheels there. I'm running around with a camera. I don't want to look like hired help. I mean, fuck that shit, man. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah, it was like that. That was the end of the night. And we you made started at Clifton Hills or whatever, which is this big fucking theme park area of Niagara. They got a giant, like, I don't know if you guys have been there. That's my first time there. I've uh, been there. It's, 
Ferris ten, wheel ten and fun ago. houses and arcades and Madame Tussauds and Ripley's, believe it or not, like plastic tourist trap. And I'm not shitting on it. It was interesting, but it is what it is. Got to see the falls, you know, one of the wonders of the world. So that was fucking cool because I'd never been there. Um, went to what the hell's the name of that pub? Fuck. I'm sorry, people. I'm gapping. Um, it's in the, it's in the best Western hotel on Lund Lundy lane, whatever lane. And it'll come to me. I'm going to Google it while one of you guys is talking later. It was built in Ireland and disassembled and brought over here, including the fucking Irish dudes that built it and reassembled. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, it does. It, <laughs> you me, said it's in a best Western. Sorry to jump. Yeah, on it's you. in a fucking best Western. A nice <laughs> best Western. Though. Um, that's, that's where we yeah. stayed. I had a fireplace in my room. Like all this shit was was taken care of by the lovely folks from the Niagara Film or uh, what, Grape and Wine Festival. So I thank them for that. Very cool. And yeah, we had a great time, and the pub was nice. It was different. I it doesn't. It looked to me like any other pub, but like it's not some six thousand year old fucking pub that got put together. It was. A newer pub that they dismantled and rebuilt it exactly to those specs and they fit it into this fucking hotel that's cool yeah so that was pretty wild they had good beer and then where did it take you guys afterwards there was so we went to that, after that we went to uh gretzky's and we got toured around the whole thing and the distillery so he gretzky's making beer whiskey and wine. I thought he was just making wine. So he's got a whole oh, bunch wow. of shit going on there. So that was a lot of fun. You guys will get to be able to check that video out on uh, on cryomedia.co um, after we send it to our client. And that's one of four. I'm still putting it all together. There's a lot of there's a lot more work that goes into editing all this shit, you know, oh. um, than I thought. And I learned a lot about frame rates and everything. I fucked up. Anyway, from there we went to Peller Estates to their winery, which is part Gretzky's part of like three or four different ones. Oh, okay. We went to Peller, which was very nice. And I had ice wine that I actually liked because I fucking hate ice wine. It's like a dessert sweet wine. Mm -hmm. But this young lady uh, that hooked us up there, Faith Nichols, she's the, she's the person that runs the place, introduced me to an ice wine that was really interesting. Cool. And, and I liked that. And then later on that night, I had ice one I fucking hated. And then from there, we went to, uh, so that was the third location after Peller. We went back to the hotel. Quick change. Didn't have a lot of time. Put on my fucking Bruce Wayne costume. And then bam, <laughs> we got, we had to get to the gala early to set up everything. And of course, you know, once the lighting changed, the location changed, it was, it was work, work, work. That being said, I had a media pass, which gives me access to shit that you don't normally get to go to. So I get to go down this big fucking... They had it at the power plant, the Niagara power plant. Cool. And they have an elevator that goes down to the base of the falls. And there's this fucking tunnel, <clears throat> this big tunnel. You'll see video of it later. That's <clears throat> like a kilometer long in each direction. So it's like 2K. And we humped down to the end that goes out to the... where on the side of the falls and shot some shit there. It, it was fucking wild. Oh, that's dope, yeah. Yeah, I had amazing food. The plan was to be there two, three hours max. We were there six hours. Oh, wow. Sorry, five hours. Day. Six to 11. Yeah, I was bagged. Got back to the hotel, went to the fucking pub, slammed a few beers, and uh, 
and that was that. And I was out the next day, so it was a crazy whirlwind fucking trip. But very cool. Had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm still editing, still plugging away. There's a lot that needs to go into this. It's our first bigger mini doc production, right? Uh, the guys in the network are kind of used to micro content, like smashing shit on, on Twitter and YouTube and whatever. I'm like, you know, there's a little bit more to this. Um, so we're working it out, but it, it's the first thing I've released is the Gretzky thing. And it, it looks pretty good. Had to go through a couple tweaks. Anyway, we can move on. What have you guys been up to? Resting, recuperating. Um, yeah, how are you feeling? Of, how are you feeling? Not bad with physio and so forth, man. It, it's it, it's been uh, hundred plus days now uh, since the accident, oh, October third. Wow. Yeah, hundred percent, man. That Monday of Mondays. <laughs> um, but yeah, my last physio appointment was yesterday, along with some Cairo, and uh, my ribs are going back in a lot easier now. They don't hurt as much uh, when they dislocate, so that's always a big one. Um, they're worried about my hips cause there's something, there's something going on, but whatever. Well, you smoke uh, a fuck ton of weed anyway, man. So you wouldn't know yeah. what's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. hundred percent, dude. And I might uh, dabble in a couple of these here behind me too, which help with uh, a lot of the pain and PTSD. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get to that. Uh, Morgan, Morgan's back at work. So well, kind of not really. I mean, ish. Ish, good enough. Yeah, but yeah, you're showing up like fucking three times a week or something, aren't you? Well, three half days a week. Uh, and I don't have to wear a uniform. That that boggles my that's a different fucking military than I would like. Right? What is that? So what does that I, even mean, man? Hey, that's all right. Like I they're, I, e they're easing you back in, obviously. They realize that. Yeah, they well, I eased them back bit. in. And I, I gave them a medal. I was like, send me to the transition center. I don't, I don't want to be in this. Get, get me out of there. Yeah. So that's the process as we go to the transition center because I'm done. Okay. So, that, so that's happening. Yeah. I have no desire to be in our current. The, the army, the way it is, I it's not the army. I joined and I don't want anything to do with it. No, it's not. We're, we're we'll, we'll yeah well, well we'll kind of touch on that in a bit but yeah. yeah no i get it man i mean good for you get get the transition center you and the fucking queen are even um and militaries evolve or devolve depending on how you want to define it and i get it I, I i'm not gonna fucking sugarcoat it and and gloss it over fuck i wouldn't want to be in the fucking military right now it's it's the most fucked up organization i've ever seen and that is from yeah. the words of current serving members, not me as an outsider looking in telling you how fucking smart I am. The <laughs> guys that are wearing uniforms, including Morgan right there, who does not look like he looks like a fucking guy I want to give change to. <laughs> not fucking, they're, 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 they're not. It's not the same thing. So whatever uh, they think it's going to become revolved to with the uh, ever looming fucking bear being the threat again. I don't know. Like, whatever. Figure it the fuck out. Figure it out because... What you're doing is not working, but that's not what the show is about tonight. No. <laughs> um, yeah. We could talk about that. We talk about that all the fucking time. Today is, um, this is interesting. It's Bell Media or Bell's um, Talk Mental to me. Mental Health Day. Mental talk. Health Day. Yeah, Let's Talk. Let, let's Talk Day. And I'm like, oh, well, that's Talking nice. Service. 
I know a bunch of people who worked for Bell Media who were part of their fucking corporate slaughter. And I, I did a little quick Google search, right? And like they fired a radio personality in 2017 who asked for mental health leave. Yeah, they're With, notorious for it. I know, man. And and like it's evolved into this fucking snowball effect where you know, they're like any big company. I work for a big company, Suncor Energy, and all they did was fuck me over for their bottom line. It's they treat their employees like shit. And in order, and all they care about is the, the mighty buck and the bottom line in an effort to uh, pad the pockets of their top fucking 2% guys. 100%. And Bell Media, Bell, whatever, no different. It's a fucking joke. They've slaughtered their, their people. Current current people that are work there are just on pins and needles because they don't shit can people at Christmas. No companies really do normally. But no. January, February, new budget, they'll wipe a bunch of people out. Yet somehow, <laughs> somehow they're gonna fucking uh, make twenty two billion in profit, hey. and their their top their top tier guys are all gonna make fucking ten million bucks. Wasn't it the first year of COVID that they were caught just after their uh, Bell Let's Talk day that they just cut a whole bunch of people they just let everybody off yep no worries they cut their mental health right before that so i mean do they really care no No, they they don't give a fuck about mental health what like they they just use they use this platform for for tax write-offs right it's fucking bullshit man and and like i didn't think too far into it but what i did get out of it and and not just being a fucking stupid um thumb warrior googling shit Talk to people that I know, I won't name them obviously, that, that worked for companies that fell under Bell's umbrella. And it's a horrible, shitty fucking environment to work in. No shit. As are most major companies. I could speak to the oil and gas yeah. company, or sorry, the oil and gas industry, and tell you right now, it's the same fucking way. Every, every, every fucking January, February, it's like, when's the axe coming again? And I am so thankful that I'm fucking out of that and I'm doing my own thing now. <laughs> fucking horrible place. And anybody, anybody that's out there watching or listening that's in that space where you're in a job that's that's owned by this major fucking big thing that has to go through this shit every fucking spring, especially with the way the economy is, the way COVID, you know, just murdered the fucking global economy. I feel for you. I sympathize with you because you're in a shitty state. And that impacts your mental health. And then Bell has the audacity to have this fucking let's talk day. It's a fucking atrocity, man. Bryce, over to you. We're talking mental health. This is where you. Come <laughs> yeah. Oh man, these are. You want to go to Kelowna and fucking do LSD? Absolutely. No. <laughs> on <laughs> on the matter of LSD, it was uh, I watched a Netflix series last night. I apologize about my freaking light keep going. Yeah, out. that's weird, man. Maybe you are. Uh, maybe we're all on LSD. We're, we're all tripping right now. Anyways, <laughs> we're all in ourselves. No, I watched a Netflix series called uh, "How to Change Your Mind," and they talk about different psychedelics uh, and mental health. And actually, one of the ones that I had never uh, even thought about approaching for my depression was LSD. And there's a whole bunch of information. Um, not medical information, of course, but it's for uh, for general information. Um, and it, it it opened my mind to say the least. And I think there's a f- there's a four part series. Um, 
uh, as I'm tackling my mental health, um, where I'm also been approved to head to Calgary to partake in ketamine therapy uh, with a company called Savvy Mind. So you've never done LSD because it looks like you have. Like when I look at you, no, that's actually <laughs> that's actually one. Um, and guys, even with even with all my other drugs, man, no, really? uh, it's actually one. Even in high school, I don't think I've ever touched. No, uh, wow, no, not I, that I not that I, I mean, can think it's of. Not, it's not exactly like the cool kid drug of, of exactly. The, right, yeah. we got some '60s shit that the CIA was experimenting with, trying to fucking mind control people. The MK Ultra actually comes MK up. MK Ultra, that. man. Yeah, that comes up in the in the conversation in that in that series as well too, where it, they they own up to it. And Is that a name many for a band? That should be a name yeah. for a band. If it's not. It's funny. We also anybody who's a cannabis patient, um, there's a couple of licensed producers out there who have uh, some herb that you can buy that is called MK Ultra, uh, including our own uh, Alberta's Aurora Company. So, really? Yeah, it kind of makes you question what else is there no, wide man. open it's about doing things now. Buddy. It's, a, uh, it's a cool <laughs> name. It's for a 60s yeah. name. That's a fucking wicked name. That's like that's yeah. better than the psychedelic pussycats. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. MK Ultra just sounds fucking badass. You know, it sounds like a fucking 80s. Remember those fucking 80s special forces movies? <laughs> that would be the name of like this fucking elite unit. MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Yeah. Like yeah, Michael Chuck Knight Norris. would meet them in his Trans Am and like <laughs> Yeah. You got Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme would be in it. Yeah. <laughs> or Steven Seagal. He would be an MK Ultra fucking oh, operator. Yeah. Yeah, I miss those cheesy 80s fucking movies. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. What the hell was that? I don't know. Maybe it's mine. Oh, somebody's watching your shitter. <laughs> your lights are flickering you got weird rumbling sounds that's fucking bizarre yeah i do live next to the railroad tracks now so you never know right yeah so you're gonna go to Kelowna, and and this is is this who's this run by is this a clinic uh my clone guy in a fucking alley in a van and just, uh, <laughs> you know my Kelowna run i'm actually just bringing supplies back uh for my brother's office uh 172 concrete that's operating out of Kelowna now. They just closed their shop in St. Albert. Uh, but my Calgary trip is for ketamine. Uh, and that's powered by Savvy Mind, um, which is a clinical space that provides uh, psychotherapy. Uh, they also have a psychiatrist on staff. Uh, and they direct bill uh, most insurance companies, including VA. Do they uh do they like hook up jumper cables to your nipples and shit? <laughs> I no, no, not at all. So the experience that I had in Toronto with uh the field trip company, um, it was tabs. Those tabs that you put into your mouth and you kind of swished around until they dissolved. Um, yeah. and then you would spit that residue into a cup, and then they would also um They'd provide ear blocker and and your eye blocker, as well as a weighted blanket if you wanted to, and then they'd kind of let you go into the trip accordingly. But so what um, the, just rewind a sec. I know we've talked about this probably more than I want to, but we're talking about it. So what's ketamine again? It's not LSD. So ketamine is wildly known as a horse tranquilizer, but oh since- fuck, like in. Uh- yeah. Old school and fucking hundred percent. You gotta nod down your neck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in the fucking neck, yeah. hair. 
Yeah. So it's actually in Will, uh, Will Ferrell took it in the neck since the 1970s. You got a uh, dart in your neck. <laughs> you yeah, got man. a dart in your neck. That's Ram. awesome. Yeah. So they've uh, so they've actually turned it from um, something that they use in the emergency room. Um, most uh, most emergency rooms are going to use it for those that are under eighteen for uh, pain and uh, some. There's a whole bunch of other stuff I can't remember at the top of my head. Uh, but they've actually realized that it helps with depression and anxiety. So my first six treatments uh, almost two years ago now helped build what I've allowed me to operate without such anxiety, such crazy anxiety that I built above your service where it is now. Um, I've helped um, my street outreach team called the Water Warriors. I've helped those two founders uh, stretch their legs into what it is now. Um, and now I get to go do a top-up treatment as well, too, so I can't wait to see where the future you've holds. Done, you've done this ketamine tranquilizer shit. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's refer Yeah. Some people refer to it as a horse tranquilizer for sure. Um, what, what happens to you when you do it? it I know everybody a, listening or watching that thought it's we're a serious tanks. Fucking, we will get there. Hundred percent. There will be a segue uh, so, from ketamine to tanks. So it's <laughs> so it is a psychedelic. So it will disassociate you from your body. Yeah. Um, so my very first experience with it. I had my auditory where my auditory was blocked and my eyes were blocked. Um, and I laid down, I was in like a lazy boy couch and it basically opens up the universe and makes you deal with things that uh, your brain was either hiding on you or are root cause of things. And there is no pussyfooting around. Once you're inside of that, you're no longer attached to, what we remember as our physical bodies. This is now the universe playing a, a major role in our healing where it, it opens things up where if you might be hiding from certain things that you don't want to heal from, or there's things that you just, you've been, you don't want to talk about it, period. There's just things that have been coming around. It makes you deal with it and it forces your brain to is create. It, is, new it really, is it really like once you're fucking it wears off, you're like you again. Yes. Like, is this a bunch of fucking bullshit? Because I keep hearing about these magical things that send you into fucking space. Right? <laughs> Absolutely, so, dude. Yeah. I, I, I so. use a lot of weed to help me sleep. You know, I'm, yes. I'm on this program. Yeah. And it definitely, until I figured it out, like, because a lot of time I was just waking up fucking high. Yes. Yeah. Danielle. Yeah. Um, you can have that residual so, for sure. Like, and I know when I do Zoomers, which I fucking love, my favorite fucking drug of all time is mushrooms, 100%. Because I, yeah. I enjoy fucking going down that little road. But That's I know when I wake way. up, the same fucking problems I had are still there. So, yes. Like, if, so, if this is some bullshit thing that no. is being marketed <laughs> and is not, not really dude. fucking solve people's problems. This you know, is actually I'm, I'm like fucking we're army guys, man. I call bullshit a yeah. fucking mile away. So you tell I, me. I was, I was in, I was in your same shoes, dude. Uh, I was to the point where I was uh, dismissive of it for almost two years until I partook. And I almost walked out on my very first treatment. Um, Did you take any with you? Cause I'll give her a whirl <laughs> in my garage. No, that's, that's the problem is you okay. cannot just go and do it in, at home or in your garage or anything like that because well, clinically they also, drug then. 
You have to go and talk your shit out, but they have it where it's a controlled environment. You control the temperature, you control the room temp, like the room temperature, the color, it doesn't matter, dude. So that way you are completely comfortable. And then when these things are heavy and they starting to come out and there is no stopping it. Once it, once it starts, once your brain is activated uh, and these problems are coming out and they're solving themselves, the shit goes away. How I don't want to sign up for this. I want to try it once. And then if it's fucking bullshit, I'll tell buddy that runs it. You're there fucking is. <laughs> You can't just try it once though. It's a series. It's a series. They're not fucking Pringles, man. No, it's you can't just have one. You can't. Because it also comes with a whole bunch of mental health as well too, right? Like the buildup to it. This new clinic has me talking to a psychiatrist uh, several times before I even get in the chair and experience. Listen, I'm just being the naysayer. I want you to sell me, like, not, not sell me. Dude. Of course, you can't do it once. So it's like there is also no. Stuff. You can't just watch it once, and we have to have the mid-season yeah. finale. You know what <laughs> fucking bullshit TV is now? These mid-season finale. It's all about fucking money and and and, and ratings and commercial marketing. Yeah. Exactly. So the world goes around with it. I'm watching this new episode of, or this new season of Yellowstone, and there is a fucking ton of B-roll because now I make film. I look. I watch TV differently. Yeah. It's a bunch of bullshit B-roll with some twangy ass full country singer singing some song while guys are herding fucking cows around, and then it's Kevin <laughs> Costner spitting some fucking words of wisdom, and then yeah. that's it. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then they have a six-month thing. You know why? Do you know why? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because they want you to keep paying Paramount Plus's subscription money. A hundred, man. Back when yeah. shit was on free-ass TV or just cable, didn't matter. Yeah. Cable's dead. It's dying. It's fucking dying. <laughs> still paying for cable. Like, fuck, I don't know. You're probably doing LSD. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going into the comments, though. Danielle was asking, what drug were we talking about? Danielle, we're, we're going to come back to that. I'm on a fucking rant now. <laughs> ketamine. I can't spell that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> like I figured, actually, I had a friend over, and she was explaining this to me. Like, this is what it is. It's all about all these subscriptions, the way they hook you in to keep paying your 15 bucks a month or whatever the fuck you're paying is by having this stupid bullshit mid-season fucking finale. You know, you got to wait till June to watch, you know, fucking Kevin Costner go, uh, you know, all I care about is the land, Beth. You and your brother and fuck Jamie. He's a dick. And Rip going, oh, I'll give you a handy, sir, whatever you need. And Beth going, I fucking hate you, Jamie. It's it's, it's like, oh, my fucking Christ, man. It's fucking painful. <laughs> Have you watched it recently, eh? Yeah. It's the same <laughs> shit every goddamn episode. It's, it's, it's a fucking bullshit it is such a critically acclaimed great show. I'm here to tell you, Yellowstone is a fucking bullshit show, man. It's just, I don't pay for any of that shit anyway, but that's a different story. <laughs> these fucking assholes subscribing to Paramount Plus, they're just fucking laughing their ass off. It's like the ketamine guy. See how I came for <laughs> No, no don't like him. That, those companies are com two completely different things. Fuck, I'm crafty. So back to ketamine. <laughs> Yeah, man. So the initial company that I partook was uh, Field Trip Health. Uh, I traveled to Toronto for uh, six treatments over three weeks. Uh, and now I get to travel to Calgary uh, with Savvy Mind and um, 
science is showing that you get six treatments. I'm not sure how over how many over over how many days or how many weeks uh, Sabi's clinic operates. Um, right now, I'm just in the intake period where I'm talking to the psychiatry team. Uh, I'm talking to the uh, I believe it's a nurse that I'm talking to as well. Uh, it's all over Zoom though. I had the option to drive down to Calgary and uh, talk to them in 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 person, but uh, I definitely cannot afford that at the moment. Um, but with everything going on, I do have, uh, somebody helping me uh, reimburse, um, with tr the treatment options. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an experience to say the least. Wow. Cool. I mean, I, uh, we're going to follow up on this as much as I fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to follow I, up on your ketamine. What are you doing the LSD? I don't give a fuck about ketamine anymore. I am on the hunt. We'll get horse right now. my old man's place. So you yeah, need to find an LSD great. guy. I want to find an LSD guy. Uh, I know that there is a U of A uh, psychiatrist that is doing a study right now in Edmonton uh, with LSD. I don't know what kind of clinical space there is. Like, is um, that still a thing? That'd be like trying to find like Atari twenty six hundred cartridges to me. Yeah, you, you have to go on the hunt for this kind of stuff. It's the same way that uh, cannabis was brought to the industry, the same way that MDMA or uh, psilocybin was brought to the industry. There's these rogue doctors, I don't want to say rogue doctors, doctors that are actually wanting to change the system and help proper. And they're setting up these clinics that are almost in secret because they don't want to open it up to the masses. What a and world we're living in where like fucking psychedelics more, all these fucking drugs are just coming back. We all need to be high, high as fuck on all these drugs. <laughs> all our fucking problems. I'm like, I don't know if that's the yeah. solution, man. I really don't. Uh, well, you know what? There's like, a lot I, of science. I'll tell you, what I, know. Right I'll tell you what I do know. Weed definitely calms me down. It relaxes me. I'm good. But it's a band aid. Think of weed as like it's a band-aid. Band-aid. 100%. Right? That's all it is. When it wears off, the shit's still yeah, there. It's still there. So uh, if, like if you mushrooms, want to I love I love doing mushrooms. Mushrooms? Like same shit. Gonna, yeah, I launch myself in orbit. When I come back. It's still there. The problems are still there. Mushrooms so are going to show you. So mushrooms are going to show you your problems. Show too. you the way. Sorry for everybody listening to my sh shitty singing voice. Tell and me how you, that works, right? If like you I'm, don't, if you don't fix those problems, they're going to still show up. So if you're yeah. not talking about it or you're not uh, seeking mental health, uh, some sort of you know some sort of talk therapist of some kind, those issues are just going to still stick around. I, so do, I guess I'm just skeptical on the link the between psychedelics and mental health. I'm not ruling it out. No, I'm skeptical because all these fucking percentage fucking leeches out there will put up a lovely website tell you all these great things and all these fucking studies studies yeah. um i studied ninjutsu of... when i was in grade eight i'm not a fucking ninja all of the science though is discussed on that netflix series yeah there's a I lot of I, it i can't netflix because it's a fucking money grab man they just hook you yeah. in with the next kevin hart special we're done uh, it's on YouTube, and I can also get you a hard copy book if you're that archaic. Oh, Are you okay? I'm not reading a book. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> over. I'll do an audio book while I'm driving yeah. like to Calgary and shit. I'll do it's, that. I okay. How to change it. your mind? It's the audio book is called How to Change Your Mind. Me and that audio book. How to change it. my mind to change my mind. 
Yep. And it, anyway, it, to be continued on that, we gotta we have to fucking we're Let's gonna move on. Tanks. We're gonna talk tanks. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck are these assholes talking about, man? You're talking about drugs. That's why we gotta get your podcast going, but you're still you're too busy fucking figuring out ways to get high. Focus on the tech. Escape the universe. On the tech. We're going to get your pod going. I got all the shit you need to do it. First thing we need need to buy you a new fucking light. Fucking rights, man. Please. (laughs) I'm going to the dollar store and replacing this one. Okay. So Um, for those of you who've been watching the news lately and everything, there is a big discussion over the last couple weeks on Germany providing the Leopard 2 tank to Ukraine. So Ukraine needs a modern battle tank in order to fucking combat the Russian um, tank offense, the Russian machine. So the Russians are using, I haven't seen a fucking T-90 yet on TV, but there's T-90s, T-72s, T-whatevers. Russia's got a lot of fucking tanks. And what the Ukraine doesn't have is a modern battle tank, semi-modern battle tank, to combat that. So the Leopard 2 has been in the news a lot lately because it's widely available, it's produced in Germany, it's used by, I think, 12 European countries. I could be wrong. Morgan, if you got more specs on this. Yeah, give, give, or take, give or take 12 European give countries. Give or take a dozen countries, which makes parts readily available, training accessible for the Ukraine military. Um, it is, in my personal opinion, and I've had a lot of people ask me questions about this tank today. Ray Roque, who's part of the Cryer Media Network, was asking me about the M1 Abrams, which we'll jump to in a, in a minute. The Leopard 2 is the way to go. Now, the reason Germany has been so hesitant, well, we could go down that road. I think, you know, they claim, well, we don't want to escalate shit with Russia. And I think there's some economic fucking shit there that, you know, makes sense to me. Um, and then for those of you that don't know, the reason that other countries like Poland who were going to say, fuck it, we're going to give them tanks. Canada, and and I think there's like 17 countries that have Leopard 2 tanks. There's an export agreement that, or sorry, there's an agreement between Germany and the co- country that purchased the tank that they're not allowed to export it. So you can't resell it to somebody else or give it away, which is fair, and I understand that. That has since been lightened up. And if you want to know what a Leopard 2 looks like, that is a Leopard 2. 120 millimeter cannon. I believe it's got twin coaxial 7.62 machine guns, smoke dispensers, wicked armor, blah, 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 blah. It, it, is, it was designed in the 70s and has evolved into, I believe, the A7. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think that picture right there is an A4. I think it's an A4 or an A6. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, and it was designed to combat Russia's most modern tank, which I believe is a T-90. Now, how, how could uh, somebody who is uh, tanky literate to tell the difference between an A4 and an A7, or is there something that would be the you, size of the... You, it'd be hard to tell. Oh, okay. I haven't done AFV rec in a while. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm like 10 plus know. years, so... Yeah, sometimes it's like the, like the add-on armor... Uh, the length of the barrel. There's like a lot of just little small things. There was the barrel length thing. Uh, it, a lot of it'll do with uh, the package inside of it, f- yeah. like like optics, forward looking infrared, active IR, all that fucking shit. So a lot of it's fucking like the guts of it, not necessarily oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. or the body of it. So yeah. 
you know, when, when you have an A whatever upgrade to the tank, it means, oh, we've, we've got better optics now. We've got better thermal imagery now. We've got, you know, whatever the fuck it is or barrel length Roger. that works with more, more modern ammo. So I believe it's like Canada has used A4s off the Netherlands. So we're like three or four generations back. Um, and, and ours are even not even straight A4s. The ones we got are A4 can is what they're called. So they were specifically modified for Afghanistan. And the A4 has a longer barrel than the Canadian A4. And again, this is what I'm read. I don't have a tanker on because I don't get along with them all the time. Um, no tankers are available. So you, you got an artillery guy, an infantry guy, and a trucker talking tank. <laughs> oh, I don't have a tank guy. I'm fucking sorry. But uh, yeah. I understand that the Canadian variant of the A4 Leopard, Leopard Leopard 2 A4, was um, purpose-built specifically for Afghanistan. We actually, Chris, I don't know, like I said, I'm an infantryman, I don't know, don't know a lot about, like, the ins and outs of the Armour Corps, but I, uh, I'm, I'm quite confident that we actually have a mixed fleet. We've got some A4s, we've also, I think we've, we've got, like, A5s, A6s, we've got a kind of a mixed bag, so... Yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I mean, I remember we put the Leopard 1s away and we just finished it. And then I was tasked out to, to, to basically call up the strats and say, hey, you need to go back to Wainwright and, and pull that shit out of fucking war, out, out of preservation because we're sending them to Afghanistan prior to getting the Leopard 2s. Um, anyway, the Leopard 2 is most certainly the correct tank. Now, Germany was like fucking, okay, we're going to give these tanks, but the U.S. needs to kick in Abrams, which the U.S. says they're going to do. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's, no, it's, it's just as dumb as the Brits offering up challengers. So the Brits, for everybody listening, watching, the Brits said, we're going to give you challenger tanks. The Americans are not going to give them fucking M1 Abrams, and multiple countries in Europe are going to kick in Leopard 2s. Here's why this is a bad idea. First of all, now you have three different platforms. That's three different sets of spare parts, three different training packages to train the troops in Ukraine, the tank guys on, um, three different sets of technicians, vehicle technicians to work on these fucking things. It, it, is, it is the stupidest idea ever. No army in the, in the world, no modern army, functions that way with multiple pieces of kit like that. But Chris, that's what they, like since you know since you know this time last year when you know when Russia invaded, th that's all we've been doing. Them, it's been piecemealing them equipment. They've got different artillery. Man, even you look at their rifles for Christ's sake. Yeah, they've got AKs. They've got you know they've got bull pups. They've got uh, ARs. They've got um, everything. That's like, one. They have, that's, and it and it doesn't it doesn't matter because their their entire military are, is ragtag. It doesn't even matter. Like they're almost as good as the A and A, almost, but not quite. <laughs> Giving them fucking three types of tanks is not helping. Moreover, I, this is another one of these things. So, like you know, people in the West can feel all warm and fuzzy. You're sending them these tanks, you know, uh, you know, two minutes too late. Uh, if you were going to send them these things, like you said, it's going to take months and months of training. I mean. The, I mean, the Russians right now are kind of, I don't know, they're doing okay. They just wrote, you know, they, they retook Kershaw. Uh, I think they got Soldar now, you know. 
and now where the ground is frozen. Sorry, the no, are Morgan, push. Morgan's cheering for Russia. It's not that I'm cheering for Russia. I just kind of, you know, see it for what it is. Like, and nobody can argue. So, like, last September, the Ukrainians had a great push. Like, they they pushed. They had a great September. But the reason they had a great September is because we, like, the West, uh, we Canada, but, like, the West gave them so much fucking equipment. And by the end of September, they'd fucking burn through all of it. Like, we yeah, spent tens of, tens of billions of dollars. They burned through it in a month. And now they're looking at us. You got to reconstitute us. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know? Uh, listen. All I'm saying is, like, forget Ukraine, forget forget anybody. Okay. Baseline army. Having three different types of fucking kit is a stupid fucking idea. Yes. It challenges supply chain, which is already challenged that's, for them. That's the it challenges one. technicians. It, it, it's, it's just fucking a dumb idea. You don't do that. It's like uh, for anybody who's in a motorcycle club, there's a reason you have fucking Harley Davidsons. So you have common parts. Yeah. Bad analogy, but anyway, <laughs> um, no, it just it makes no fuck. It, it it looks good in the media that the fucking M1 Abrams is the most fucking intensive maintenance piece of kit ever. They won't oh. be able to fuel it. It runs off a jet engine. Where the fuck are they going to get Avgas? Show me a Ukrainian fuel truck that's going to keep these fucking Abrams in the battle space. Not a like, chance. Give, give me a fucking break. Show me the okay. So let let's break this down. Let's just bite well, we size. Someone, we got someone in the comments too. Ryan was also there. Are are, are those troops competent or? Yeah, Ryan was there. He trained them, and he says they're yeah, fucking not. They're proficient. Yeah. They're not really proficient, but they're qualified. So even if you train a guy, a gunner, how to use a tank, good to go. Train a crew commander, good to go. Train a driver, good to go. Let's talk about the back end, the optics package requires FCS techs or whoever the fuck works on thermal imagery. Okay. Um, then you got the mechanics, right? There's, there's multiple technicians for you civilians out there that work yeah. on one tank that has like 1700 hours of maintenance on it for every hundred or whatever that it fucking runs. There's no fucking way. It's going to be challenging enough with just leopard a twos for the Ukrainian military to run one fucking common family of vehicles in theater and have it maintained, have all the technical bullshit with the optics and all the, you know, st stabilization, all that yeah. fucking computer shit to keep that tank going, let alone introduce three tanks. Are you fucking kidding me? That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. There's no yeah, way that's successful. There's my two cents. Or they'll just have three different regiment tank regiments, and each one will be. It doesn't proficient. matter, man. You just exponentially <laughs> fucking fuck up the, the supply chain and the logistical support. Hundred percent. Yeah. The vehicle techs, the fucking uh, the fire control system technicians, and on and on and on. Like, there's no. It's the spare fuck. There's no way. It's how fucking I stupid this is. I'd hate to see a trucker who would have to go and refuel three or four different tanks. You'd have to pull. Well, you need like aviation fuel to run a. a, a yeah. Don't so you you need to pull. A, I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure actually. Yeah. Well, that, and that's exactly it. Like the logistical tail to kind of to to keep these things going. Like. Yeah, and and you got some with diesel it's, and it's, some it's, with. It's foolish. Like they might. Yeah, it's like like I said, they're not even as organized as the goddamn. Uh, 
Afghans. <laughs> no, but this is part of that bullshit where Ugh. fucking um, this is part of that shit where Jeremy said, "Well, you know, if the states kicks in some Abrams, then we'll do it." And every fucking expert in the in the U.S. military goes, "Abrams is oh, the wow. wrong tank. It's built by the U.S. for the U.S. because the United States can logistically." support that platform yeah like the u.s gave them m2 bradley's oh fuck that's great that's some antiquated fucking shit they'll be able to run that no problem but giving them fucking they'll probably give them an m1a1 old abrams like that the that the fucking get rid of the star uses or whatever right um it's just a bad idea having that many different types of tanks the brits should keep their fucking challengers the americans should keep their abrams Canada's fuck all to contribute, but we'll get oh, to that. Actually, Chris, an hour, an hour ago there was a news release. Canada's looking at contributing two <laughs> tanks. That, fuck, we only got two that work, but we're going to come to that. Is that right? We have, we yeah. have a fleet of eight, yeah, though. Oh, we? You're going to give them two tanks. Around, That's like showing up at a fucking party with 300 people <laughs> with half a fucking shrimp ring. <laughs> I got hungry. What? <laughs> like, what the fuck are they going to do with two leopards? Teach. They're gonna use one. They're gonna use one for spare parts for the other one. Okay, yeah. let's just jump into it. I don't know what the VOR VOR in the military stands for vehicle on repair. So every unit in the military has a VOR rate. Yeah. Right? And it's typically around 30 to 50 percent. And I'm being optimistic when I say yeah. that. I was I talking to a friend the other day in the Armor Corps, and he said their VOR right now, I believe, is like 50 percent. Okay, that's, that's fucking better than like the the media is gonna make it look like shit. There's this fucking guy from the uh, the National Post. Can't, I'm not gonna name him his name because I don't want to get him on the show. Um, you know, while well, the the Canadian military college, whoever the fuck they are, writes all these bullshit papers based on whatever they think they know, and this guy spits it like it's true. That being said, he might be right. Like I I know that the tanks were neglected after afghanistan but the whole fucking army was neglected after yeah. afghanistan we spent 18 billion dollars just in the military just for the military you know the 3.9 billion in economic aid to that country so the appetite for your average canadian with 158 dead and 18 billion downrange to achieve fuck all was pretty fucking limited politically to go forward so the tank sat and got idle i don't like i mean i got out after that you're still in how many fucking tanks do you see on a Brigade X? Not that many. Because the other thing, too, is is uh, uh, I, I remember when I was in Gagetown, we were you know working at school. We do our big exercise annually at the infantry school. Well, actually, it was put off by the tactics school, but it was the like the the, uh, the combat training center that kind of had to – we have all the equipment because the, the tactics school has nothing. And there's times where like they would actually leave like the tanks – in position because they didn't want to they didn't want to run them up they didn't want to drive them there and back and do the same attack over and over because they don't want to run up the hours on the tanks yeah or the or, 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 or the tanks were notional i i i could be <laughs> wrong on this, tanks. But, yep. but I, I think in canada right now currently and i think this is like even in war stocks like all in we've got 80 tanks i guess yeah 70 something all in with with op stock war stock or yeah, op stock 80, long 80 stock tanks i believe is what we have yeah. I, again i don't have a, a if i had a tanker on i don't we're not fucking 
spitting facts because I don't have a current serving member of the Lord Strathcona's horse or the RCDs or the fucking or the uh, whoever the French ones are. Who the fuck RBC. are they? RBCs. Sorry. Wow. Rubber boot company. Um, <laughs> don't have anybody here to, to speak to that, but I know I fucking know when I left that shit was 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 um not doing well i i would say 50 percent vor so half the tanks are, are are sitting idle and probably because of supply chain issues to get spare parts maybe due to covid maybe due to fucking money they cannibalize them to get the other 50 percent of those tanks going so jesus without sh we don't need to shit on the military anymore you can thank the government for that. Um, <laughs> Canada does not have any fucking leopards to give to the cause, okay? But Chris, I'm just gonna uh, gonna back up. You, you know what we gave them last month? We spent half a billion dollars to give them an ear defense system. We have zero fucking zero ear defense capability in this country. But we just spent half a billion dollars to give it to fucking Ukraine. That's are you good out, point. Are, 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 are we out of our fucking minds? We sold off ADATS, which stands for. No, not, it wasn't ADATS. This was a brand new system we bought. No, no, no. I'm saying we sold off ADATS. Yeah. So we used to have a system oh, which, which wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. It was, it was the air defense anti tank system. So it was a missile system. You, okay. If you're from the 80s, like I am, there was this fucking G.I. Joe thing on a tank chassis with missile launchers on it. Okay. It, the ADATs look like that. It was on a was it on a leopard chassis? I think it no, was. No, it almost looked like it was on like a 113 chassis, actually. Oh, it might have been on a, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was on a fucking track chassis yeah. and it had these missile launchers that could either function as any aircraft or any tank, depending on the payload. It wasn't bad. And we got rid of that. Like Canada has no fucking air defense capabilities. So to Morgan's point, we're we're spending a, a fuck ton of wow. money to provide Ukraine with, with an air defense capability and we don't have one. It's because we don't think that we need no. one. Yeah. We're giving away our, we, we, we've given them M triple sevens. We're giving them leopard tanks. We're giving them air to like state of the art air defense. We, systems. we so don't, we don't have this shit. Buddy's uh crazy, a good friend of mine's son <laughs> in, uh, in one RCHA first regiment, Royal Canadian horse artillery. And they are down to four M triple sevens for the regiment. This is a regular force artillery regiment that has oh. four guns. That's what reserve units have per battery um, or used to. So when I was there, there was 18 M109 A3 self-propelled howitzers, and each battery had four 105 millimeter light guns. Now I'm going back to fucking when uh, VCRs were still the way you watch movies. However, the point is that shows you the degradation of the Canadian forces as a whole. But that's not what tonight's about. What tonight is about is Canada has fucking no tanks to give because we, the ones we have barely work. Two. We're going to give them two. We're going to give them two. I sent I you the article you've got that there. Fucking embarrassing. Like we shouldn't even be doing it. It's, it's better to go, no, we're not giving you anything. Then two. Two. That was somebody looking at numbers on a piece of paper and said, "This is what we can afford. That's it." We'll give them. We'll give them eight percent of our functional fleet. Yeah, that's so, exactly what they put. Not to mention, not to mention, what like the you know the 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 rate of inflation 
our goddamn, you know, our national debt, everything like that. And we're just going to print off a half a billion dollars worth of fucking money and just send it to some fucking bullshit foreign country for what? Oh, listen, this government loves to print money, man. I, uh, oh man, we're in trouble. Oh man. Oh, fuck, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, we, we should have stayed, we should have washed our hands on that and been like, you're on your own, man, fuck off. I would rather like just I said this we said this months ago. Oh, by the way, last week was our 40th episode. Um all in. Just give him fucking money. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass yourself on the world stage by saying, here's two tanks. They should and they should work. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. I hope hope they're just skeletons. And we'll we'll send parts when we can. We're actually we're, we're, we're going to do, do actually, actually we're going to send two tanks to Kiev and they're going to make like monuments out of them, maybe. Or <laughs> you know how good we got a couple of labs doing that. We might as well just send right? a couple of labs. Like, imagine the morale of the fucking guys from the Strathconas <laughs> or the RCDs Dude. or the RBCs that have to pack up their tanks while the RBCs will keep there. So one will come out of probably both of them will come out of fucking Edmonton. I believe all, all the tanks right now are all out west anyway. Are they? There's, yeah, there's, uh, I think there's a squadron, there's a, a squadron of tanks. Like at the at the Armored School, and I think with C Squadron at the RCDs, like everything else there. has been moved out to Wainwright now and Edmonton. Let's oh, fuck. Wow. You can't take them out of Gaishan. You can't train those officers without tanks. So, yeah. officers' lives <laughs> matter. Hashtag officers' lives matter. Don't forget that. <laughs> officers, um, don't. Uh, so the two, the two tanks will come out of the strap. So imagine you're these fucking corporals on the floor that cannot go train on their own tanks because they're all fucked up. And now it's like the fucking sergeant, the, the, the troop warrant comes in, whatever the fuck he's called, the tank warrant, troop warrant. He's a troop warrant. And it says, yeah, you got to get these two tanks ready to go to, uh, we're sending them to Kiev to get fucking taken out by the Russians. Oh, God. Dark times, man. Look That's at the pretty crazy. Coming. I didn't see that comment. Yeah. Germany says that they're... Do you think... But for some reason, all those German right? tanks to end up in Poland for some reason... I know. <laughs> wow. Uh, Danielle, uh-huh. do you think these tanks will actually help the Ukraine? Does anyone see an end game to this? And how long does this continue to be funded and supported by other NATO well, countries? Well, the, uh, the other thing is, so, like, we're, we're sending them these fucking tanks. All we're doing is pissing off the Russians even fucking more. I mean, if you roll back the clock to, you know, 1991, the collapse of the Soviet Union, one of the things that NATO and... The former Soviet Union said that there wouldn't be any NATO encroachment into former Soviet countries, and well, we kind of fucking crawfished on the deal. And you're wondering why you're you're wondering why the Russians are you know a little bit agitated, a little bit irritated with us, you know. And then you've got then of course like you know Ukraine. It's not a NATO country by any means, but then you've got the uh, Ukrainian defense minister piping off saying, "Well, we're a de facto NATO country." And uh, we're essentially, we're, we're, this is a proxy war against, between Russia and the U.S. They're actually saying this on mainstream fucking media. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's ridiculous. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's just it's like, not, it's not like it's not. No. And then, and then we're, and yeah. we're not being told. And I mean, we, nobody really knows the fucking truth of the matter. I mean, me, you, anybody. Right. But then like, we try to hide like little shady things. Like people don't think like. You know that that they, they think that the, these Ukrainians hold a fucking moral high ground when you know you've got these Azov units, which are, which are they're they're 
they're they're ultra nationalist. They're Nazi fucking units. And someone's gonna look yeah. at me and be like, "You can't prove that." I'm like, actually, in 2015, the United States Congress. I actually wrote this down. I think because I got some notes. Thank fuck United- yeah! I thought we were talking about tanks. Now we're on the Nazis, so it's going well. No, but the, but the United the United States Congress said that this that, that these particular units are white supremacist and neo-Nazi fucking units. That's the United oh, yeah. States Congress. This isn't like fairy tales, right? More, oh, moreover, yeah. they went on it's to say like the U.S. House of Representatives well, said, that's you know, Defense Department, their, you know, appropriations and like and uh, military <laughs> spending, none of it will be spent, you know, to support sure. these units. I don't, I'm not talking about them. That's You're 100% correct. I, I, it's fact. It's fact. It's fact. The point is, yeah. yes, it's a proxy war. Yeah. Yes, all of yeah. NATO is 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 allowing the Ukraine to get fucking trampled. I'm talking about you know you, let's not forget the Nazis that are there and these Azov yeah. units. Your your day to day fucking civvy doesn't deserve this, and no. the WEC is is using this as 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 a as a, as a way to fight the war. 100%. Not even that. It it's like let's see what the Russians are really made of. We well, can test new, you test new equipment. But, because a lot of you know what? we have That's... never really been tested in war. The West is sitting back going, ah, Ukraine has better, always better been ride. that testing ground, though. If, all the way back. If all the, the way West back. wanted Russia done by now, they'd be done by now. I'm sure, telling you, hand on my heart, I honestly believe because of geopolitical instability, if Russia loses, because of fucking economic instability, if Russia loses, that the West really doesn't want Putin to lose, but he also doesn't want Ukraine to win. I know yeah. that makes no sense, but imagine you're sitting back watching a chess game, trying to manipulate both sides or one side to create stalemate. That's There's what's fucking happening. There's it, a lot more going on, too. There's way the more to this story. Oh, yeah. But I yeah, want even, to see how bad my perceived enemy so, really is by fighting some going bullshit country. Um, that the, the, there was nothing before this militarily. Anyway, I'm not saying the people of Ukraine are bullshit. They're fucking good people that are that are in the serious oh, yeah. problem. But they had a bullshit military before this, and the West is letting this happen and not giving them what they need because they want to see what Russia is, really has, which is a pile of shit so far. Um, short of the big red button with a, a you know fucking whatever, Boom. and they're trickle feeding them stuff as they need it. But they don't. They can't. They can't afford a Russian loss because of geopolitical and economic instability. And that's just me. It's my opinion. It's all it is. But the world sees it. Like, fuck, how the fuck has this gone on this long? Right. Do we draw a new map? Russia yeah. should be happy. It's not fighting NATO because that'd be over in a fucking week. Or We'd be in China. nuclear war because they'd panic, man. How the fuck? Yeah. Are anyway. Or yeah, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to know things, like trying to maintain control on the show here. <laughs> I want to watch Chris spin and that little bane pop. Not, <laughs> I'm not I'm not don't puke! Don't puke! Nobody needs to hear. I got to pop. A, I got to pop a few of those red pills before I come on. Maybe when we're talking about this fucking shit. <laughs> Anyways, I want to wrap this shit up because we've been going. Um, not that we we don't have to. I I just honestly think to go full circle. Yes. Leopard twos are what country A needs to fight country B from an armored perspective. Yeah. Will it be a game changer? 
Fucking absolutely it will be. Um, they got HIMARS for artillery. They got M777s for artillery. They got no fucking... They got new air defense systems with Patriot missile systems. They are being fed all the right ingredients. Do they need a modern battle tank instead of the useless piece of shit old Soviet ones they're using? 100% it'll be a game changer. Do I think they need three different types of tanks? No. Do I think that sending the U.S. sending Abrams over there and the and the Brits sending challengers over there is a good idea? Absolutely fucking not. That is as dumbest ass fucking epic fails bullshit I could ever possibly think of in my military mind. Those are my last words. I'll hand it over to you, Bryce, for your first. Ketamine, LSD, tanks, Absolutely. got it. Let's do drugs, make ourselves happy, and not talk war. Fucking hippie. <laughs> Why are you on an army show? Morgan, go. What are you going to say? Uh, I don't know. I, I think sending them any tanks is a colossal waste of time and money. Uh, Could be. It, it, it'd be like, dude, it'd be like giving your 16-year-old daughter who just got her driver's license a fucking Ferrari. She doesn't know what to do with it. She can't maintain it. And it's going to end up in the ditch in about three kilometers down the road. It's, and it, 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 it's not going to be a game changer at all. So she's got the fastest car. She's going to win all the races. Does not know how to drive it. It's a good Done. analogy. Right? It's not, uh, yeah, it, yeah. You know what? It'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds um, when they get them. Like fucking. They'll, bur they'll burn through like, them in a month. Even if they had a, 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 a complete fleet of, of, of leopard twos. Like, yeah. you know, they, whatever, however many hundred of them they're going to get, they'll fuck it. They'll burn through them in a month. Done. Gone. Probably in one incredible tank battle that YouTube will get to witness. And then yeah. that's it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's and the Russians will vaporize a couple of grid squares and then they're all gone anyway. It's showmanship. Yeah. It's, yeah. We'll, 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 it's showmanship. We'll the show for it. <laughs> Who's just watching the show in the background? Whatever. That, that's what he wants. He wants fucking tanks. He's getting tanks. So. Does he understand the fucking what it takes to make tanks go ancient? Probably right. not. I guess we're going to find out. All right. Yeah. Okay, boys. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, but I got to piss. I need to smoke, and I'm out of beer. And uh, <laughs> our, our hour is up of fun. We'll do this again next week. I want to thank everybody for fucking watching. Mr. Uh, Morgan Warren. Mr. Bryce Hooper. My name's Chris. Fire for Effect Live is brought to you by Ah the New... The rebrand, Cryer Media. I'm fucking this up. Just hang on. Cryer Media, um, formerly the Dean Bundell Network, DeanBundell.com, is now rebranded as Cryer Media. Still your same source for uh, sports news and uh, cool-ass podcasts. Go to Cryer.co, and you can check it all out there. Also brought to you by Positive Mike's Brewing. I got one. I got one bottle left, Mike. Mike makes amazing beer. Come on over if you want a chance to try it. And he also makes some gear. You can get the gear. You just can't get the beer right now. My good friends at Lakeside Farmstead, Mr. Jeff Noni, his family, if you want good dairy products, amazing dairy products. I'm going to do a chaga cheddar with some braised Wagyu-X beef cheeks next week because winter's coming back. Check out Lakeside Farmstead if you're in the Edmonton area. That's it. That's us. We're out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we're going to continuously work on improving all this shit, and we'll see you next week, and I am out.